We're good. <sighs> thought he heard something. I thought I heard a mouse or a cat or something. Um, but cat you know, man. cat and mouse. I've had a thought on my mind after I was looking for reference pictures for uh, a twelve and a half or not twelve and a half. Geez, a two and a half to ten medium power variable optic on a shorter barreled rifle. Bruh, fella, geez, dang. Um, but uh, I'd seen a picture. Oh, it was my phone that was doing that. I had Instagram open. That's what the that's what the noise was. I had Instagram open, and there's a video playing. But um, anyways, I was looking for uh, pictures of two to tens, and I saw one that was on top of an M27 IAR that a Marine was uh, using, and it made me realize that uh, Marines have basically made the Mark 12 SPR standard issue. And, you know, that's a, uh, that's a take. That's something to be said. And, you know, people are going to see that and be like, bro, the, the groups you can get with a M27 with a can are nowhere near the groups you can get with a PRI, Mark 12, Mod 1 or 2 or O. And it's like, yeah. But in the hands of the marines that we have provided some training you've got a 16 and a half inch heavy barrel right a one to eight trijicon vcog a pack 16 which is cringe and you know you've got this that that's a substantial upgrade from a 14.5 with a freaking uh fixed four power i think you know oh yeah and um, yeah. uh, I, I'm pretty sure with the Peck 16, they're just gonna fucking attack some dudes in the white lights. Yeah, they need a. They need to get rid of the Peck 16, dude. It's like, dude, the white light is so anemic. <clears throat> yeah, it sucks. But anyways, like you were saying. I was saying, uh, so I mean, you've got this heavy barrel, longer barrel more powerful scope that you got so you can engage targets accurately and effectively to a further distance you can maintain suppressive fire for a, a longer period of time because you have a heavier barrel and you can PID better with you know obviously a uh, maximum 8 power optic you can use the uh, one power and closer engagements. You can do a whole bunch of stuff. It gives you a lot of capability with a one to eight on a sixteen five with a can, right? And I forgot about it. I forgot to say something about the can. The can also, obviously, it's a can. Might give you a little bit more uh, velocity with that uh, bullet, like uh, Travis Haley says, but um just making it hard to pinpoint your position you know especially when like if you engage from distance as a surprise attack against an opposition force that standard issue optic is a fixed power or not, not a fixed power no power a red dot or iron sights that maybe has in the platoon like one guy who has 
a uh, like powered anything powered optic. You know, I feel like having the drop on them in that case is going to be a uh, very one-sided affair. And I think the uh, range, accuracy, and you know position concealability offered with that 16.5 canned eight power uh, like rifle you got there. That's something that I'd mark down as being counting as, you know, increasing force lethality. You know, I say that as an airsofter, which makes it funny. That an airsofter is talking about increasing force lethality in the armed forces. I look at their gear as well. Marines are getting a lot of new gear as far as uh, frontline grunts. They're getting a laser cut, lighter weight plate carrier. You know, it's a lower profile than the last gen plate carrier. You're getting. They're, they're, and I'm seeing in the uh, media coming out of the newer infantry battalion training footage is that they're shifting a lot of their uh, weight down from their plate carrier. Which, when you have something on your shoulders, like a plate carrier, you load up like six magazines on the front of it, IFAC on like the left, GP on the right, or something. You're adding a whole bunch of weight to your uh, spinal erectors, and keeping that weight on there is going to be, you know, a constant drag, and you're gonna have, you're going to like uh, stress them out and fatigue them is the word I was looking for. You're going to fatigue your spinal erectors faster when you have all your weight on your shoulders as opposed to spreading it down to your hips. Which I don't know if you've like ran around with a weighted vest for, you know, X amount of time or had any amount of like... If you've done high rep, low bar back squats, you know this feeling. Where like halfway through your set, it's like your spinal erectors are like your mid traps and stuff. It's just filled with like lactic acid and it burns and it sucks. Uh, you know, suffice it to say that uh, shifting your load down to your hips and lighting, lightening the perceived load as much as possible will increase in, will, will make it, will increase your ability to maintain a high level of athleticism for a longer period of time is the phrase I'm trying to look for. Yeah. Um, I guess to really loop it around, I mean, you just look at what people in the military are doing that actually know what they're doing. Um, you just saw earlier, you know, with the whole they, them, army nonsense. Um, I mean, you got guys, and I may be reiterating stuff, but you got guys rocking uh, dual tubes with, um, you know, uh, clip-on thermal, um, they got 16 and a half inch barrels suppressed. Everyone's running LPVOs. Those guys are lethal. Uh, they have realized, hey, maybe having, you know, load carriage on the hips with minimal stuff in the plate carrier is good. You know, increase athleticism, like Fish said. Um, yeah, they're getting deadly. Uh, and <clears throat> all the hard work's been done for you. You just literally copy what the Marine Corps are doing. Um, there you go. Get your fucking belt kit. You get the gel. Or if you want to be, you know, faster, just ditch your armor entirely. You know, you move quicker, you get the cover quicker. Unironically, 
you know how much load is on the freaking grunts carriers if you just like shift to having like eight magazines on a belt kit with your ifac and and whatnot on the belt and then you just have your other same stuff in an assault pack yeah. Dude, if you could do that and you had like no threat of getting shot back, there was no reason to wear a play carrier. But I mean, well, obviously, if there's no reason, if nobody's going to shoot back at you, there's no reason to wear a play carrier. But if you were to do a CFT and full kit with a play carrier, all loaded down and do a CFT with just a bell kit, 100%, I guarantee you, you're going to get better scores with just the, uh, with just the bell kit. Oh my gosh, dude, that would be so sick. But, um, yeah. I mean, they're introducing changes to the, after you train in battalion school, you're getting dual tube night vision as opposed to a shitty freaking PVS-14 that's been in service since they started service way back freaking when. Thermal imaging units for freaking IDing fellas. Camouflage doesn't matter anymore. It's all switching to thermal. Right? the lowest speed freaking grunt who signed in with an open contract, not even one of the people who's trying to be a grunt is going to be higher speed than like most freaking high speed 11 bravos. Oh, I'll just, I'll lat transition to Ranger later in my contract. And then they realize they don't like running. I was like, ah, 11 bravos. Okay. I can, I can wear my AVS, my AVS. And that's all I really wanted to do. That's uh, some cheap shots. My friend who's stationed in Germany. But, dude, Germany's a black hole. If you get stationed in Germany, you live there now. Just move your family to Germany. You're not leaving. Um, yeah. But, like, what the Marine Corps is doing, every, everything, with the infantry at least, everything that I see them doing, as well as adopting the Gustav, is, like, increasing force lethality as, like, like, I don't see anything that, that they're doing that doesn't, right? Aside from switching over to brushstroke, because that's that's the best camouflage out there, right? Mm. Brushstroke's amazing, bro. They considered it for the Marine Corps camouflage before they decided on my on Marpat. Why, yes, I watch uniform history. How could you tell? It's actually not Trop and Tarn, it's Woos and Tarn. But then, I look at what the army's doing. You know what the army's doing to increase force lethality? What? They, them, inclusive recruiting campaigns. And you know, you know, this, this may be a big brain strategy, you know? What is, what's half of force lethality? It's lethality. Being more lethal. We want killers overseas. We pull from killers domestic. And who's better at killing people? And trans and transgenders i mean they're already killing themselves at a rate of like 40 some odd percent you know go stick them on the front lines i'm sure they'll be super lethal against the russians they them army be hitting you know you know and i think what's uh what they're doing with making the non-commissioned and commissioned officer corps uh more diverse by you know Affirmative, affirmative actioning, people of lesser economic, you know, standing who've been, you know, marginalized against from this uh, system that we live in, 
who really are probably smarter than, you know, you know, us white people ourselves, you know, you know, we're, we're getting people who have a whole lot of life experience who can offer in for the non-commissioned and commissioned officer corps an extra point of view for combat operations because everybody's voice needs to be heard when you've got battalions deep behind enemy lines with no logistics we need to listen to our trans bodies of color and everything that they have that's just so important because we haven't been listening to them at all you know True. And, you know, the Navy increasing force lethality, female pilots crashing F-35s, just getting a crash into a, uh, a Russian logistics column. Boom. Lethality. Boom. Unironically, that'd probably, <laughs> that'd, that'd be a bad idea because obviously they'd uh, get all our technology. But imagine how many bodies you pull from the Russian armed forces to capture and, like, get all the information out of that F-35. But anyways, you know, Navy making sure that we have female drivers in the sky to terrorize the uh, the Russian jets. As soon as the Russian jets hear that it's no longer a men-only space in the sky, they're going to be way less confident flying. You know? Yeah. And then Air Force doesn't count when it comes to force lethality because haha chair force but ironically those mfs have been lethal for a long time remember the uh the first filmed uh medal of honor recipient where that uh cct went on that uh with the dev grew dudes to the top of that mountain right they started taking fire dev grew dudes or the seals uh hit the deck a dude like crouched down and started putting fire on the uh, hill, and then freaking charged it. And then after, as he's like halfway there charging, everybody realized, "Oh, he's moving. We gotta go support him, right?" And then he got decked, and then they were like, "All right, we're leaving." And that uh, ranger KRF comes, and all the rangers pile out. And admittedly, you know, they were under fire, but it's just funny to me that the rangers pile out and they hit the deck as well, understandably so because they were under heavy fire. When the CCT pulls out under the same fire that they're under, and it's like, screw it, violence of action, I'm charging the hill too. Nice. Yeah, so they don't need to worry about force lethality, they're already lethal up. But you know, what's the, what's, 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 what's the takeaway? I think the takeaway is that we, we'll, we'll see. There's a very high chance or high probability that in the near future, there will be a world war that you and I will get to see. Or at least there will be armed conflict where the lines are so blurred that, you know, Russian and American blood will be spilt in the same areas. And Chinese and American blood will be spilled in the same areas. And we'll be able to see in different theaters whether or not they, them, army was uh more lethal than super high super high speed marine corps yeah no wait and see 
And we all know the answer. We all know the answer. We all know the answer. It's they, them, army. Oh my gosh, I'm such a Scorpio, because, you know, we have our e-girls in manning our mortars, you know? And I oop, and I oop. Dude, if I ever saw one of those Visco girls in real life back when that meme was, are you smoking? Oral fixation. Oral fixation. But dude, if I ever saw one of those Visco girls in real life back when that meme was actually like going on, I would have actually gotten a case and went to jail for like absolutely destroying a minor physically. Yeah. Like I'm taking that freaking steel cup bottle thing and bashing you over the head with it. <laughs> yeah. Fuck man. Marine Corps got Gucci gear now. You need Gucci gear. You need you need the the belt. You need the belt kit with suspenders, with the tier tactical suspenders. The tier tactical suspenders that takes freaking three months to create because they never keep anything in stock. Because they're super Gucci, dude. Limited drop, bro. 